Welcome to Hearts Unleashed, a personal and professional development podcast. We are raising the frequency of humanity through emotional intelligence. Life coach, best-selling author, and speaker Abigail Gazda interviews amazing humans from all industries, sharing inspiration and insight about thriving as your most authentic self. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. All right, welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And I am so excited to introduce my friend, Jordani McCoy, a life coach, nurse practitioner, lady landlord, lover of pit bulls, and fall fashionista, which I wish y'all could see her right now wrapped up in her shawl, her beautiful brown shawl. And you guys, I just want to give her that formal introduction because what she does is she works with compassionate high achievers to help them go from doubtful and defeated and desperate to clear, confident, and certain. And I was so excited to have her on the podcast, not for just that reason, but I have known Jordani for, what would we say, like over a year for sure, thinking to interact and getting to connect with each other, especially on the way that we are both serving people in the world. And so I am so excited to finally have you on here to share what you do, what you're up to, and what you're creating in the world. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> hold up, hold up, y'all. I'm getting interviewed by Oprah. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, you know that you're doing something when Oprah calls you to the table. Hey. <laughs> I I am so grateful for that. Oh I really my God. you make oh me feel God. so special. <laughs> no, you do. You you have very you really do. And and and, and don't get me wrong, I, I love personal development, right? Like, I love this space, you know? Um, but not everyone has that feeling that they really love people. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and I think you really love people. I do. And that's great. That's great. That's great. <laughs> I do too. I do too. But I think you might love people more than I do. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Because I will tell you what, I had to sort out my feelings about that for a very long time because I mm-hmm. love them so much that it hurts sometimes. And so mm-hmm. really learning how to love and love fully and love in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. Because um, now I get to enjoy that process. So, and and tell us a little bit about your process. You're, you coach, you you landlord. I love the the different aspects of who you are. So share a little bit more about who you are and what you're up to. Well, right now I am full-time coaching and I'm a real estate investor, right? So I recently resigned from a 17-year position. 2020 was a bold year. I made some major shifts in 2020, but I'm so much happier. Like it was just a major transformation year. I moved and from a place I'd been living, like I'd been living there forever and I resigned from my job. So right now, yeah, this is, this is the space I'm in. I'm coaching. I'm loving it. I'm still growing the business. Of course it takes a while. And no, I'm, I'm just, I'm loving the space that I'm in right now. What can I say? Yeah. Well, and you also, so you launched a podcast. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, that's right. I keep, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's boldly lit and on fire, right? 
I believe that we have the ability to be boldly lit and on fire about life. In every circumstance, there's always a way, okay? And there's always a path to still embrace and embody that boldly lit and on fire energy. And it doesn't mean that you have to be at a 10 high energy. Like you could be like a really zen, grounded, boldly lit and on fire. Mm. But I believe that the more boldly lit and on fire you are about life, and about your everyday and the simple things in life, just overall, the happier, more joyful, more confident, more certain you'll be. Mm, yes, yes, yes. I believe in that too. And, you know, I love connecting with people, right? I love people. But I now know that who I end up connecting with is because we vibrate at the same frequency, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's a match. And I was very clear about that when we became connected, you know, because in a sense, it's networks, right? It's I know her, you know her, she knows me. Mm-hmm. And so getting to know who you are and meet you and watch you grow and step into all of this and take these big, bold leaps is mm-hmm. like, it's no wonder we're connected. And I used to fear sounding like pretentious, like, oh, yeah, like I draw good people. But when we (laughs) believe that, right, like I know that I committed to living my heart unleashed and that it naturally draws in people who are willing to do so. And so it's like it's perfect having you on the podcast speaking directly into the hearts of other people who are either looking to vibrate at that same frequency and reaching for it and can feel it from within. So I kind of want to jump right in because you've done that all year long, all 2020. What would you say to someone who you said, like, I think defeated and disempowered and all of that? What do you say to people who are in that phase, but looking to vibe yeah. higher? Yeah, that's a great, great question. So I take the people that I work with, um, even if we're not working together, like say if we have a call, okay, and we don't end up working together, I still take them through my three-part framework. Mm. And um, it's own your story, own your value, and own your energy, okay? Um, I'm a big believer that although time management is important, I I do think it's more of a thing of the past. Mm. Um, We only have a certain amount of time, right? But we have a limitless amount of energy. So I go through own your story, own your value, and then own your energy. So first, with most people, we have to start with the story, right? We have to start with the story because the story is what's making you think that you're defeated and you're doubtful and you're desperate, right? And you're hopeless and, and all that good stuff. So once we go there and people are shocked and they really break it down and they realize that it's a story. And we have the ability, the cool part is that we have the ability to tell ourselves a whole nother story, right? (laughs) Like really powerful questions, you know? So, and then we go from there to own your value. And what I've noticed, what I've noticed is that, like you said, your vibe attracts your tribe, right? Mm -hmm. So what I've noticed is I attract people that are very ambitious. Okay. Very, they're high achievers. They're always like, what's next? What's they're addicted to kind of, they're addicted to growth. They are. Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of those people actually dismiss their natural talents. So we go over like all the three part framework and then we, everyone obviously, you know, is individual and, in, in what we work on, but that's where we start. Let's put it that way. 
That's beautiful. I love, love, love what you're saying and sharing. And I'm so present to uh, the book, The Big Leap, where he talks about, Gay Henderson talks about the difference between the zone of excellence and the zone of genius. And it sounds like you take people out. They might be high achievers. They might be successful and ambitious, but they're maybe unfulfilled. Like you said, kind of confused or lost or disempowered or doubtful because it's not coming from the center. It's not coming from the heart. And so how do you shift people from just success to, you know, sustainable, soulful success? Yeah, that's really, really good. So let's see. Um, I can give you maybe like an example. Okay. Sure. I can give you maybe an example where recently I launched a group. It was like an eight-week group, right? And the group really was attracting people that were interested in stepping into entrepreneurship in some way, shape, or form, okay? In some way, shape, or form. So what we had to do in that group is we had to bust beliefs. Like we had to diminish, smash them, you know what I mean? Like throw them out the window. And one of the beliefs that a lot of people don't talk about with people that want to go into entrepreneurship or maybe even people that want that promotion at their job, maybe people that just want to grow, okay? And, and they, they want their next level, whatever their next level is. A lot of people feel that they lack connections. A lot of people feel like, mm. oh, but do I know the right person to get into the right place, right? Do I know the right person? And that's something that I don't really hear a lot of people talking about, but a lot of people do feel that. Okay. How will I get here? How do I I need the right person to connect me here? So then we talked about, and I actually had them look at their immediate circle. Like, tell me how many people are your immediate circle? And they said, maybe like four, five, six, you know, we don't talk to 15 people Mm -hmm. on a regular, at least most people don't. And so they said, okay, immediate circles, maybe like four, five, six, whatever. And then I said, okay, so let's, so we listed, you know, them and everyone had a different number, which is a small number. And then I said, okay, tell me about your acquaintances. Tell me about that number. Like, what does that number look like? And then they gave me that number. And then I said, answer a question truthfully. Where did most of your connections and contacts come from? The immediate circle or the acquaintances? Mm. And most of your connections and contacts, they come from your acquaintances and even your watered down acquaintances. Uh. And then so when they look, they were like, hold up, wait, wait, wait. So I'm really close to like six or seven people. And originally we think that it's those people that are going to connect us. Most of your connections don't come from those people. Yeah. Right. So now they start to look at, whoa, hold up. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So my, my immediate is maybe like six or seven. Okay. My acquaintances are, oh my God, how many of those? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then how many of your, so you have maybe personal acquaintances, then you have like Facebook friends. Oh, okay. Right. Hey, guess what? There's connection there as well. Totally. Right. So, and then when they start doing that and then The key though, right? The key, because we can talk about that all day long, but the key is actually taking the action. Thank you. Keep going. (laughs) The key is actually taking the action because it's never about the goal. It really, really, honestly, at the end of the day, it really isn't. It's Mm. about you have, who you have to become, who do you have to become to ask? 
who do you have to become to get that goal? So in order for you to actually ask from an acquaintance, in order for you to actually say, hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, even invite people into sales calls, right? That takes courage and vulnerability. So who do you need to become to get what you want is really where the beauty is. All I do is, you know, I actually help people get to a point where they can actually, because with a lot of people that I work with, I do have to satisfy that logical part of their brain. You know, because I do work with a lot of people that are kind of newer to personal development. So I have to satisfy the logical part to some degree, okay? Yes. And then once you bust that myth, yes. Oh, okay, I'll follow you now. That's one way, right? So those people, once they see that their connections are really limitless, then they never go back to ever saying, I don't have enough connections. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's never going to come out again. That's so good. It's so good. And I know most of our listeners, or at least I like to know most of our listeners, and I sense what they might be getting out of this conversation. And you shared something because like busting up the myths, busting up the stories about I can't, I don't, I won't, right? And then never being about the goal, right? It's about the, the, the person that you have to become that is going for any goal, right? What I sense is that it goes into your owning your value and owning your energy. Cause now, okay, story's out of the way. You see, you have endless possibility and connections and kind of like a, a now what type of question. But before we go into that, now what I want to, I just want to applaud you because being someone in the world of transformation and, and I think that anybody can apply this to their, maybe their industry, but you sell them what they want. You give them what they need. I am big on this because sometimes, which I want to say this to our listeners, because a lot of them are entrepreneurs or operating from the heart. Even if that is, I want a relationship, right? You sell them what they want. You give them what they need. And that's not meant to be a fake facade. It's speaking into people's listening abilities, right? And I think that's where we all run up against barriers is we're speaking some language that people can't hear. So we don't feel heard or received. I'd love to hear what you have to say about that aspect. O-M-O-M-G. I love hey. you. So hold up. Oprah, I like you even more now. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And people have looked at me weird when I've said that. Like even in coaching programs that I've been in, I'm like, I I feel like I have to meet people where they're at. Mm -hmm. I have to meet them where they're at. Do you know, oh my God, what's her name? She's the five second rule lady. She's a coach. Mel, Mel Gibbs, Mel Mel, Robbins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why she's one of the highest paid speakers Mm -hmm. because she breaks everything down into the most simplest right? Where everyone, it's not, it's not demeaning. Okay. It's not anything like, it's just transformation and personal development language. When you say to someone, I want you to step into vulnerability, but they're like, what? What the hell are you talking about? Step. Right. But I, I must confess, I'm also still working on learning how to break it down. Okay. Totally. Because that is key. That is everything. When you can communicate to people where they're at, I get, I'm, I'm going to go to where you're at and then we're going to, you know, Totally. 
where you need to be. It's so powerful. And I love the way that you said that about breaking it down, giving people something they can grab onto. Because what I've noticed is, and everybody's probably familiar with this at, at some extent, especially like let's say just breaking it down for to parenting, right? Is you would explain something to a two-year-old different than a five-year-old. Well, yeah. in this in transformation, we are all at different quote unquote ages of transformation or ages of emotional intelligence. So like you stepping into vulnerability was a perfect example, right? They're like, well, what? Right. Yeah. But if you say you need to communicate, identify and communicate your needs, that's a little bit different, right? And it's still the same action using the same muscle different approach, right? So beautiful, beautiful. So then, okay, so we've busted up our story where we're clear that we can go. What about owning our value? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So owning your value is when you actually really start to pay attention to what your desires are what and what your natural talents are. Hmm. What is your natural talent okay and what is something that people compliment you on what is something that you're very good at like i have a, a an assistant she's an amazing planner okay and she's an amazing organizer and I, I i keep trying to encourage and inspire her i'm like girlfriend people will hire you but she dismisses her talents That's what I'm talking about, right? And not only that, when you don't own your value, you don't really stay consistent with it, okay? Um, Because when you really step into your value, and it's something that you do easy, it's something that you enjoy, um, but because you dismiss it, you diminish it. You think nothing of it. Mm-hmm. And other people can look at it and think like, oh my God. But when you own your value and you realize like, wow, this is something that I enjoy. This is something I'm good at. And I want to tap more into that. That's when you actually start to reach for support. Okay. Mm-hmm. To grow, to grow that. Because when you value yourself, you will invest in yourself. Yeah. Like when you value, you know, everyone values their iPhones, right? And and they'll buy a new iPhone every two years or whatever. Okay. You value that. So you value um, communication, you value technology, you know, you, you value those things and that's great. Um, but when you own your value, you will also invest in that as well. That is so good in so many ways, because I think there's a lot of people who say they want transformation or they want to be in this. And it's hard, it like, not it's hard, but they have to identify the gap of value and said one other way is like deservedness. People can't fathom and spending money on something that isn't tangible or that they can't predict the results of. So it gets really scary because I've had to ask people, I go, you know, they're, they want the program or they want to do something, but then they can't seem to put the money down. And, and it always comes down to, I don't know if this is going to work for me. 
right? So they don't have that faith. They still don't value who they are. Or like you said, oh my gosh, the gifts and talents. I could go on and on about gifts and talents and how the, how we do not see them. But yeah, just, I love you speaking into investing in yourself or getting support or receiving help as you actually do deserve it. And in service of your greatness and in service of you being a contribution in the world, like we're going to need you to own your gifts, boo. Like it's going to have to happen. So. <laughs> and you know what? There's something that I'm really, really speaking on now um, because it's an epiphany I had maybe a couple weeks ago. Yes. And I'm like, wow, no one says this. Like no one really looks at it this way. But we always talk about how wealth is generational. We always talk about wealth. And don't get me wrong, I'm a real estate investor. So, like, I'm coming to you, like, you can't get no more real, no more raw, okay? Like, I'm (laughs) Chicago, you know what I mean? Like, it is real raw over here. So, look, I'm a real estate investor. I get it. Like, in my family, you can be a McCoy if you didn't own some real estate. Mm. Like, like you were going to get disowned, okay? So, I get the whole, like, you know, wealth thing, right? However... However, let me tell you, I was also that girl two years ago in a Tony Robbins convention crying because I had stepped on every single continent in the world except Asia. I uh, scuba dived in Australia. I safaried in Africa. I had all the letters behind my name, right? All the letters, tons of letters. Mm. But there was something missing. Yeah. There was something missing. So you know what was missing? It was missing transformation. See, transformation is also generational. Mm, oh. and, that's, and that's what was not passed down. Yes. Okay? I have goosebumps everywhere. We can't wait. We can't move past this yet because that was like, that was so profound. <laughs> because it's like my, and, and, don't, and we know like our parents do the best that they can, right? Like, let's be for real. But let me tell you, I was taught so much. Like my mom was like, you need, you better travel. You'd better do this. But look, I'm going to share a dirty secret with you. Like a straight up dirty secret. A big part of why so many people love to travel is because they want to get away from where they're at. Amen. Okay. So although I enjoyed my trips, okay. But we live in a culture. It's like, oh, I got to get out of here. Like, what's wrong? Like, let's be for real. If you look at, you know, like, we're, we're in the United States. Yeah, we have our issues, but our quality of life and, 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 and all the amenities that we have, okay, are huge. So if it's not an amenity issue, if it's not a roof over your head issue, then what is the real issue? See, so wealth, the information and, and how to generate wealth, right? Some wealth in real estate and stuff like that, that was passed down. But transformation was not. So I didn't know how to walk in life and not be a reactionary time bomb. Like, Abigail, I used to be that chick when I was 25. No, I'm so serious. I believe you. (laughs) I know that chick. (laughs) You're like, yeah, I see it. I see the edge. Okay, now hold up. I love my edge. Let's let's be for real. I'm never going to release my edge. I love it. However, however, but I used to be that chick when I was 25 and somebody tried to steal my, my parking spot and, 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 you know, (laughs) I would like get out of the car. Like I was like, oh no, it's, it's going down. Yeah. Okay. 
So now how did I go from there to talking about compassion and, you know, making love your highest value, right? It's transformation. And that's what wasn't passed down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The transformation so, is generational, right? So how can you change the lives of your children? And I think that this is what's so important right now because I believe in our generation, the last generation, and like and here on out, especially I think that everything is so accelerated due to, you know, we have technology, we have all of these different things becoming more and more available to us. The world is shrinking as far as connectivity. And yet um, that we came here to wake up, to raise that frequency, the level of consciousness and connection and and what we prioritize. Because I think it's such a brilliant example that you gave of having traveled, having owned real estate. Like a lot of people strive for those things, but they strive from the wrong place, from the wrong inspiration. And therefore, they will achieve those mountaintops and be empty at them anyways. And so it's so important to understand, like, why would we do that? Who are we and what are we creating? And who are you being as you create it? Not just being able to hold something up and say, look what I did. And so I think that that's so beautiful because... When we are truly coming, we own our value, we've given up that old story, then, like you're mentioning, is our energy. We are, the energy is out of the roof when we're awake and we're mindful and we're conscious because we, and we become more interested in storing or restoring our energy. So talk to us a little bit about owning all the energy. Oh, I love that. It's probably my, one of my favorite, it's probably my favorite part. Uh, okay, man. Well, you got a lot of it. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Let me tell you, that's what I love about being a life coach. Okay man, when you really love what you do, right? And you're passionate about what you do. What you do is you, and and as a coach, as, you know, as a client, like in, in this realm, okay, you actually help increase the capacity of receiving. Mm-hmm. Okay. You help increase the capacity of receiving. So in your own, your energy, it is like, it is about increasing your capacity. Mm-hmm. So when you increase your capacity, then you have the ability to receive more flow. Mm. It's more flow, right? So like for me, I have an assistant. A lot of people will say, oh my God, I can't afford that. Can you really not afford it? Like, what if you pay somebody 15 bucks an hour Mm -hmm. and she meets you twice a month? That's 180 bucks Mm -hmm. in one month. Mm -hmm. How many things do we pay, right? And you know what she does? She helps me organize in the areas I'm weak in. And what does that do? I own my energy more and I increase my capacity. So in that pillar, we talk about slowing down. Okay. You're a queen at this, right? (laughs) I keep going. Girl, come on with it, girl. (laughs) Slowing down and the importance of that morning 20 minutes of silence, right? or the guided meditation or whatever we need to do to slow you down or the breath work, like whatever we need to do to slow you down. And then, woo, woo, I think this is like the biggest challenge for people is boundaries. We work on your leaky boundaries. Okay. Okay. For the people in the back. (laughs) I love it. This is so good. Oh, I said, OMG, like that is where so much of your energy goes 
Because we are okay, let's talk, let's break it down. Okay. We we got the folks. Somebody, Please. We got the, folks, we got the folks that don't know how to say no. And then they end up like kind of like lying. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then and then they don't feel good about themselves. That's not a good feeling, right? Because you can't honor your word and all that good stuff. And then we have, oh my God, like we have so many categories of leaky boundaries, okay? Um, and then we have the people, like the superhero people. I'm a superhero in rehab. I'm close to graduation, okay? <laughs> I'm about to get my cap and gown. <laughs> Let me know. Send an invitation for that. <laughs> exactly. I'm about to get my cap and gown because I was like, what do you need? I got my cape and my gown uh, at the front door waiting to come and rescue. So we have that, right? We have that boundary issue. We have, there's so many, you know, codependency kind of boundary issues, right? So we definitely work on that. Then we have the disease to please. So it's beautiful. It's beautiful work and it's all important. Okay. It's all just ridiculously important. And the energy part, to be honest, I don't know which one's more important, but I think that's my favorite. Yeah, that's awesome. And you were hitting it right there, which was, it's so important. And so, and I imagine that based on the way that you talked about it and you talk about it with such passion, you talk about me loving people, like the heart, the energy, the excitement that you talk about this work is, is I, I resonate with that. And so how could someone get on a call with you, work with you? Maybe you have a course. What are you offering us? Right now, uh, by the time this airs, my vision board will be done, <laughs> yep. but that's okay. I, I, I probably have that. Maybe I'll probably have it like two or three times a year. So they can cool. kind of keep an eye out for it. But the easiest way is through Facebook right now. Um, at Jordani McCoy, that's G-E-O-R-D-O-N-I-M-C-K-O-Y. Um, that's the main platform I'm on right now. I'm thinking about kind of heading over to YouTube a little bit. I'm on Insta at Coach Donnie, but not, not a ton. Facebook is my primary. Well, I want to speak about that because I love seeing your post. I, you, you guys go follow, please, because like every post that you write is thought provoking. It's challenging. It's inviting. Like I really, when I read one of your posts, like I'm ready to run through a wall because it's just like, that's right. That's what we do. That's how we are. And like, you just call it out. And, and so I just think it's so great. And, and then tell us the name of the podcast again. And is it on all the platforms and everything? Yeah, it, it is. It's called Boldly Lit and All. <laughs> do you do that introduction every podcast? Cause I think you should. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. I don't. I, but, but, but don't worry. It's, 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 um, can you do it for ours? Oh, you're so funny. Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes. It, it, it's equivalent. It's equivalent. It's good. It's okay. Good. Yes. Well, and so I want to share with that, that with you guys, uh, I get the honor of being on her, on her podcast as well. And so please be sure to go listen, go check out how many episodes are you at now? You know, I don't know. Um, I kind of, <laughs> I, I mean, like, I, don't know. I know it goes, I know it goes every direction. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm not putting on as many episodes as, as you are. Probably I kind of paused for a minute cause I had some stuff, yeah. you know, 
Um, but I'm back on. I'm back on. Honestly, I don't know. Just, just go check it out. <laughs> yeah, go check it out. Well, there's some to listen to right now. So that's what's good. And um, also what's so good is just everything that you shared in this episode. It's so powerful, so enlightening. And, and I, you know, I love sharing transformation in the Abigail vernacular and in, in my voice and my words, but you put it into like, it's, we know, I, I like to say, if you go read 10 personal development books, you realize they're all saying the same thing. We're all saying the same thing, but when we package it in our, the way that we know to do, it hits for somebody different. And it's so wonderful because as someone had that awakening moment or they got exactly what they needed out of what you shared and the way you shared it and whoever's looking for energy or to own their value and to give up their story. So I cannot acknowledge you enough for what you've shared with us today and who you are. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm so happy to be interviewed by Oprah, y'all. Okay. I love it. You're making me feel so good. So thank you. And, and thank you hearts. Thank you for being here. Go ahead. Um, your podcast is, uh, one that I very regularly listen to. Like the other day I was listening to one of your episodes and you talked about something that they had you do in school. And I was like, oh my God, well, they had you, you had to get on time. You had to make it on time everywhere. Yes. And then I realized we have another commonality and I swear to you, I, I like, I'm, look, confession, I'm always a little ashamed of this, okay? I'll be honest. But I do run late a lot, okay? <laughs> I know that game. I know that it's game. so funny. And you said, you're like, hey, look, a lot of times I used to run late. And I was like, oh my God, really? I think that's one of the reasons I love Tony Robbins so much. Because I was like, he's late as hell. <laughs> he's not doing his thing. But yeah, that's so, that's so funny. It's good. I, when I learned like you can succeed being you, you can do it your way. I was like, oh, look out. Because if people really accept that you can do it your way, you can have it all and having it all by your definition, right? Like we don't all want the same things. And so being able to get what you want your way, like it's, it's available, it's possible, and it's going to be by honoring who you are and your own heart. So just thank you for unleashing our hearts today and hearts. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're so glad that you made it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing the podcast and for sharing your heart with the world. Go take these lessons and go put your brilliance on display. So thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.